Welcome to the Sorry-Eyed Effect. I'm Steph. And I'm Jen. On this podcast, we'll be chatting about all things Williams Syndrome. The ups and downs, and what it's like living with Williams Syndrome. We're excited to share our community with you. Thanks for being here. My name is Stella. How are you, Brenda? I'm doing well, Stella. How are you? What happened today for you? It was your last day of school. Last day of school. Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. What grade are you in now? That's awesome. Seventh grade. No, I can't even believe it. Um, So we had a busy week. That's why I look like this with a hat on because it's been fast and furious around here. Mm-hmm. We managed yeah. to squeeze in a couple uh, guests, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, we did. Tuesday, we filmed Tommy Barbarella and Mariella Elm, and it was really, really cool. Uh, and today, which is Friday, we filmed one of my dear friends, Kristen Van Handel, who's obviously part of the Lone Syndrome community, and uh, I've worked with her mother on the board. Um, so it was really cool to get to, uh, get to see her and interview her. And, uh, yeah, she's doing really awesome things with Sephora and Best Buddies and all the good stuff. Yeah. These were two sets of guests that are doing a lot of good stuff. I just found out today, I think you just told me, Brendan, that, well, Tommy was a keyboardist for Prince, but he was also a keyboardist for the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, that's what I uh, read on his Wikipedia page. Bella was very excited about that, right? Yeah. Do you love the Jonas Brothers? Yes, I do. She does. They're great. She does. It's okay. They're really good. It's yeah. <laughs> uh, but they're, Mariella was so well-spoken, and the two of them together, that relationship, loved yeah, it. it. was it was pure gold, for sure. It was great. And Kristen, oh my gosh, she is... Like, I was trying hard not to fangirl over her because I saw her in the Sephora ad. And, of course, she looks just like Stella. And I think representation is so important. So um, it was really good to talk to her about what she's doing. Yeah, she's killing it. She's absolutely killing it. She's doing great. Well, I guess we should... I guess we should share what what we talked about. Should we share it or should we just keep it to ourselves? No, we should definitely share (laughs) Okay, man. Well, thank you. Hi, Tommy, and uh, hi, Mariella. Hope you guys are doing well. And uh, thank you for uh, being on the, co- the the podcast. It's great to have you guys on. Thanks for doing the podcast. Thank you. I'm very honored to be here today doing this amazing podcast. Yeah, we're, we're you, grateful to have you. We are. Um, so for our listeners who don't know you, they kind of know you because you sing this intro song to the yeah. podcast. Um, is the official title, You Need a Friend? For the song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Oh, wonderful. Well, introduce yourselves to our listeners formally. Okay. Hi, my name is Mariella. I'm 17 years old, and I have Williams Syndrome, so. I'm Tommy. Oh, there you I'm your dad, and uh, I'm not going to tell my age necessarily. I don't think it's important, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm a... I'm I'm a dad mostly. I'm a professional musician, and um, I'm here. And you guys are in Minnesota? We're in Minneapolis. Yes. Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Where, where are and, you guys? Well, I'm in Colorado. Okay. Um, and That's Brendan right. is in Connecticut, right? Yes. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm in Connecticut. Uh, we are so excited to hear more about you. I've met you briefly at convention. You, um, I want to get into that in a minute, but why don't you and your dad tell us about hmm. your story? How old you were when you were diagnosed with Williams syndrome, Mariella, and you're 17 now, kind of what you've been doing to date. Okay, so... From the beginning. Oh, from the beginning. So, um, I think, like, I was a baby when I got diagnosed. That's pretty general, but that yeah. Is, yeah, that's pretty general, but... um, You were... When I found out, I was about six or five. We found out when you were, I'm terrible, one or two. Yeah. Uh, mom would know it down to the month, but yeah, you didn't have any heart, major heart issues, so we didn't... And one of the reasons a lot of people know when they're really baby babies is because of the heart conditions that require surgeries and stuff. You did not have that, so we didn't know. But you had a lot of other charming characteristics like crying all the time. But yeah, you, but you didn't find out. We didn't tell you you had Williams syndrome mm -hmm. until seven? Six, yes, seven. Seven or something. And my initial reaction was, why didn't you tell me in the first place? Because like, I guess I wanted to know earlier than later, but because I was only seven years old, I wouldn't really understand if I was five years old. But it's pretty funny because um, she had already, we'd already gone to the camp. We'd been to the music therapy camp and she still didn't know or didn't ask any questions. <laughs> it was just a fun camp, you know? Yeah. And I was terrified at that camp, that first camp, because I'm like, she's going to start asking questions. You know, I'm going to have to tell her she has Williams syndrome. I don't want to do it by myself. Her mom <laughs> should be here too. So I remember sitting around the campfire with some of the other parents, like, does your kid know they have Williams syndrome? And they're like, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> and, uh, but we went through the whole week and you never asked. You just had a good time. Yes. I just had a good time. Yeah. Except for the bee sting. Yeah, that bee sting was horrible. Oh, yeah. And I can I can totally relate to how you fear feel, Mariella. Um, I wasn't diagnosed with Williams syndrome until I was almost thirteen. Um, but my parents didn't tell me right away too. So I I can understand how you felt at that point. You guys, this this is like earth shattering for me because as far as like when we knew, she knew. So this is interesting that you didn't know. Do you remember how you asked or how you found out how that conversation go down? <laughs> yeah. So basically my mom was like family meeting time. I was like, oh, this hasn't happened for a while. So we went right. down and my mom and papa were there. They were kind of nervous to tell me. And then they were like, Mariella, we have to tell you something. And you have Williams syndrome. And I was like, what? Why didn't you tell me in the first place? Like I said before. And they were like, oh, it was just because you were too young. You wouldn't really understand. Like, oh, okay. I get it now. I accepted it right away. I didn't ask like a bunch of questions. I didn't really get that emotional about it. We were terrified. Yeah, they were terrified. And she was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then when... When your sister came back, oh, yeah. she was like, guess what? I, I have Williams syndrome. And she's, she's like, like, cool. Didn't she? She said, yeah. she or, said or something cool. like that. And how has school been for you? For me, school has been up and down. I've always lived in Minneapolis. But, you know, there are good times. There are bad times that are with school. But um, some of the good things for me, it's socializing very talkative, um, very good at 
writing, um, of course, being in theater. I love doing theater. It's one of my favorite things to do. Um, then the downsides are kind of like, well, socializing is kind of in the both between because if you know like a friend group has kind of like fallen apart in my mind I'm like oh why is this happening why can't we all be friends because you know we're very like talkative and we want everyone to be there for each other but one of the good things about middle school is that I got to start making my musical in which it's it's such a great opportunity to do. That's a good thing about middle school. So I, like I said, I had the pleasure of kind of seeing this mini preview of your musical. Would you guys mind telling us about how this idea developed and where you're at with it now? Yeah, please tell us. Yeah, so um, when I was in middle school, I have done like a bunch of theater also in elementary, but I usually didn't get the parts that I wanted. And I kind of just did not feel great about that. And then I decided I'm kind of done with this. I want to do it my way, I guess, like do it my way. So my papa played the piano and I would like sing random stuff. And then um, we listened to it and we're like, dang, that could be a song. And then we started recording the songs. And so... Um, from where we are now, uh, we're actually, we have a writer that's writing the whole musical, like act one and act two, and it's really fun. Yeah. So yeah, I would, uh, awesome. I would just play, we would do show tunes around the piano often. I, I would just play, um, Broadway stuff and we'd sing, do sing-alongs and stuff. And then sometimes I would just improvise and just start playing and she would start singing and I'm like, what was that? Do that again. And she just discovered she had this amazing ability to just improvise songs on the spot, lyrics and all, they would just come out. And, you know, it was never the same way twice, but, you know, after figuring something out, like, yeah, do that again, I would like go take it to a B section, to a bridge, to a chorus. And she would follow me, could hear, she could hear where I was going and would sing the next part and follow <laughs> the chords. Yeah. It was amazing. And, um, so to catch lightning in a bottle, so to speak, I would just quickly start recording these takes. And, you know, the songs you heard us perform, it's about half of those lyrics were there when she, when it just came out improvisationally. Yeah. And um, then we would finish the lyrics later, the rest of them and the production. So you didn't really start out thinking like, we're going to make a musical. You just started like singing one day and then all the stuff started coming out. And then yeah. how did you, man, this could be something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I literally said, it's like, you were disappointed with some of the roles you'd get. And I'd be like, screw it. Let's, let's write our own musical. Yeah. You know, as a music guy, I play and I'm not really listening to the lyrics she's singing, but it would play it back and hear what she was saying and singing. It was all about her day at middle school and all the issues and problems. And so it was just like a uh, insight into seeing what was going on in her day didn't really know about some a lot of it we didn't we didn't know about it. and it would come out in these songs and a lot of lyrics about bullies and mean girls and um, drama and having a unique disability that nobody quite understands that's just kind of was kind of the recipe for for all the songs um when i pitched it to some theaters you know they were like well it's amazing first of all the songs are great love the songs but the storyline's kind of weak it's we've heard the story before it's 
So the the writer we're working with, her name is Lauren Taslitz. We ended up ended up talking with her quite a bit, um, and she came to visit us for a weekend, spent a weekend with us, and she's been writing this script for this show that has taken everything we've done, all of our ideas, and elevated it in a whole new level. It's incredible. She's um yeah, what she's come with so far is just like OMG. I it's just better than I could have ever imagined yeah super cool it's amazing that's awesome it sounds cool and you said you're a musician and you i assume you traveled a lot during that time i mean how was how was being a musician and having the kind of job that comes with that how does that affect your parenting of a child who has needs yeah so i i stopped touring when um her sister was one so you would have been three. So okay. shortly after the diagnosis, and we were fortunate um, when they were little, we had um, au pairs and nannies helping us um, when I was still traveling a bit. Um, but yeah, I made a conscious decision to get off the road and be a parent who was present. And um, part of the story too, it's like, you know, you know, I played with Prince for many years before, before that, um, you know, leaving some of that lifestyle life behind and doing the parenting thing and um you know i'm and i still am an active professional musician but i've made choices along the way to to be home more so obviously that life is a little more behind the scenes um so that's working that into the story as well i think that you're right that a lot of parents go through this so it doesn't matter what kind of job you have right when you have a a kiddo that comes into for life that has a disability or, you know, for any of your children for that matter, it shifts the dynamic. And so it requires a lot of soul searching from the parents to figure out like, how am I going to do this? We always, the time we always would have on the CBS morning show in the morning when I'm like making lunches and breakfast for school. And I had this vision of us on the CBS morning show talking about the girl who cried different. And I couldn't let go of that. I'm like, this is going to be huge. I, I can see it. And I love this relationship because you, like you were saying before, Tommy, like you have the, 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 I guess, um, composition mind, right? Where, where you're like playing music, but you're not listening to the lyrics, but then you're complimenting him, Mariella, by being so like lyrically gifted. Um, so the two of you putting that together is super fun. So this is like your house every day. You're just writing songs and, and giving them to dad and he's coming up with the melodies, right? Um, not every day, <laughs> I would say, but I I like writing the stuff, and I I try to do it mostly. We're gonna have a to lot write of the time. We're gonna have to write a few more songs for Act Two. Yeah, it's it's always fun. How do you feel about now? You're seventeen, right? Like you're a role model for other people with Williams syndrome. Is there anything you want to share with the community about? Your journey with Williams Syndrome? The journey might be tough, but do you know what? You'll make a bunch of friends. And if you're nervous for school, trust me, I've been there. I've been nervous. And if you just found out that you have Williams Syndrome and you don't really understand what it is, don't worry. You can go to the Williams Syndrome Association website and they have a bunch of information or you could um, ask a professional or someone out there. Um, yeah, or listen to the podcast because it's yes. yeah. about William syndrome. And you are not alone, even though um, it's a, a very 
rare disability. Um, you will make a bunch of friends. Also, go to the camps, go to the conventions, go to other events that deal with Williams syndrome, like the Williams Walk. And um, yeah, also you can support Williams syndrome by having like merch and other things like that. Yeah. Don't you tell them what you did at school today. So yeah, at school, I did a whole presentation about what Williams syndrome is and the ups and downs about Williams syndrome. And fun fact, I talked a little bit about my presentation in the podcast. Wow. Yeah, it was awesome. And you mean you talked about the podcast, yeah. the presentation? Well, yeah, I, yeah. But I also talked about the math stuff also right. from the presentation. And so in the presentation, she's yeah. like the positive things about Williams syndrome and then the negative things math and, yes. and the one and then it, like you opened it up for questions at the end and the one question was kind of a math question it was what is the statistics of how many like one in what have Williams syndrome one in ten thousand but your answer was like i don't know like one in 500 <laughs> like you didn't know and it's like yeah see the first negative thing math mm. oh. Well, I do a lot of math with Stella and I agree with you. It's like, even for me, I'm like, what are we, what are we learning? It's so confusing. <laughs> and I'm like, this is very annoying. I don't feel like if I learned that in school, I don't remember any of it. Math. You know, trigonometry or yes. algebra? Oh. I'm about circles now and the area and the circumference and the diameter of a circle. I'm sorry to all those mathematicians out there. And even if you have Williams syndrome if, and you like math out there, it's just not my thing. Why I would know. I want to go into math class, learn about a circle when I've learned about squares and triangles and all the hypotenuses and all the Pythagorean theorem problems I've had to do? Jeez. <laughs> Having that knowledge, I this, those are all things I don't even know, girl. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> but yeah, I I still love you all though. For people that like math, it's just not my thing. I it's hard for me. So if you could understand that, that would be great. Also, yeah. Mariella is no math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably never thought that a diagnosis, you know, so many years years ago that here you would be writing a musical with your daughter and having this like full circle experience mm -hmm. it's such a fun experience if you want to write something and maybe think about writing a musical don't wait go for it that's what yeah. i did ain't nothing to it but to do yeah right right so go with your heart if you want to do something but other people are like no don't do that don't listen to them do what you want to do. Go out in the world. Find your dream job. Go to different places that you've never been before. Like, try new things. And then things will become... You should definitely be a counselor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was feeling like that. Yeah. Like, this is like another like breakthrough of a song, right? Like, do what you want to do. Like, I'm, I'm feeling it. Mm -hmm. um, do you, right? Do yeah. you. Mm-hmm.
Alright, uh, so, hello everybody, uh, today we have Kristen Van Handel on the show. Uh, hi Kristen, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, how are you? Doing well. Uh, so for those who don't know you, why don't you uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, my name is Kristen Van Handel. I'm a 31, almost 32 year old adult with Williams Syndrome. Um, I was born on May 31st, and I'm just happy and honored that you guys asked me to come on here and inter be interviewed, and I'm very excited to share my story with all of you. Thank you for having me. Kristen, um, I, we haven't met before, but I Mom. have, well, yes, do you want to introduce me? You can introduce me. Go ahead. You're Jenna, because I'm your daughter. Yep, and why, why don't you introduce yourself to Kristen? Hello. My name is Stella. Hi, Stella. Hi. Always lovely to meet you, Stella. Tell How old are you, Stella? I'm 12, and I'm turning 13 in July. Oh, lovely. Wonderful. It's so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. So that's, that's how I am in this community, and I love it. It's so fun. Um, so I, I first saw your face a couple of weeks ago. I had this ad pop up on my Instagram from Sephora, and I saw your face, and I was like, OMG. I was so excited. So you got to tell us Aww. about like, what you do. Yeah, I'm a beauty advisor at Sephora, which honestly is really crazy to think about because I grew up loving makeup very, very much, and, you know, I always had this dream of you know, working in the makeup industry, but I never, ever in a million years thought that it would actually become a reality. And then as I got older and as I realized, okay, I have a huge passion for this. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to see where this takes me and we'll see where it goes. And then <laughs> I ended up getting it connected to... um best buddies but I also am really close to where we have a Sephora so I would go and I would visit them every single weekend and so I got to develop a really good relationship with the managers and with all the people that work there and they got to know me and a relationship was bonded and you know after all, I was like, you know what? I think I'm actually going to apply here. And I think I'm actually going to take that leap of faith and really honestly give it a shot, you know? And I am so beyond happy that I decided to do that and that I had faith and trust in myself to do so. How old were you when you were diagnosed with Williams syndrome? Um, I think I was less than a year old. My parents, you know, um, when I was born, I went straight into the NICU and, you know, at that time, you know, I had some issues and then after a while, once I, you know, got healthy and, you know, other than a few minor things, you know, and then after a while, my parents realized that developmentally that there were some challenges and that, you know, I wasn't developing like other children my age would be developing at that point in time and so after that you know my parents were like you know trying to figure out what was going on and you know what was happening and then um 
I went and I saw a specialist and I officially got diagnosed. So in addition to being a working girl, you're living like independently and have, before you started with Sephora, did you have a job or was this like your first job in California? This was my first, you know, official, you know, paying job. You know, I would go to day programs where it would be like, we would go out in the community and help the community or I would go different places to volunteer. But this was my like first ever real paid job that, yeah, it was really exciting. It was really, really wonderful and really great. And I'm just so lucky. I'm very thankful and very blessed. That's awesome. How long have you been with Sephora? I have been with uh, Sephora since October 10th. So quite a while now, you know, to get to see the impact and get to meet all these amazing people from all walks of life to just to just be able to get to do that and, you know, not only help clients with makeup, but also to make everyone feel welcomed and everyone feel accepted and to make everyone feel seen and heard is really, really, really huge. Yeah, for sure. For sure. My uh, my 18-year-old niece is a huge fan of Sephora. That's really cool. Yep. Stella has a question for you. Absolutely, Stella. What's your favorite makeup brand? That's a really, really, really good question. I definitely have a couple of favorites, but I really love Sephora's brand because, you know, I think they have really great, amazing makeup, and I really love all their makeup products. Sephora is just so great and so amazing and so wonderful, and I really love it. Yeah, that's cool. Do you have a job coach that works with you through Best Buddies? I do have a job coach. You know, when I first got the job, she was, she was coming, you know, um, before I officially got hired, you know, she was coming with me every day and, you know, um, checking in and just being there for me while I was going through the training process. But then once she was able to see that I was doing a good job and that I didn't need her there as much, you know, it got down to now it's like she'll come and see me only once every couple of months. My manager at Sephora is absolutely incredible. She is just so kind and so respectful and so understanding and so accommodating. And, you know, whenever I have a question or if there's something I need to talk to her about or if there's something going on that needs to be brought to her attention, I can have that conversation with her. And, you know, I really appreciate that because not everywhere you work are you going to have that experience where, you have that kind of working relationship where you're able to talk to your managers. And I think that that's really important. Yeah, for sure. How, so how did the, how did the, I don't know, what do we call it when it's on Instagram? Is it a real, how did this reel of you at Sephora get, how did this happen? Yeah. So actually Sephora um, had come to me and they were like, Hey, we think you're doing such a phenomenal job. And we would really love to be able to put your makeup routine together and you know have it on a big huge platform so all the rest of our clients can you know see and you know that way we can show other clients that you know being you know being loving and kind and respectful but also just 
Also showing that beauty comes from all walks of life. Beauty doesn't discriminate and it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, just being able to show that like anyone can work for Sephora and it doesn't matter whether or not you're disabled. Like that's a really beautiful thing. And I can't begin to tell you the impact that that video has had on my life, not to mention the daily basis when I walk into work and when I see clients who have come in who, you know, who have may not never met anyone with a disability and, you know, to be able to hear from clients and from other people the impact that watching my video has had on them has been truly life-changing and it's just incredible to witness and it's really a beautiful gift. Yeah, it's it's really great that you're able to spread awareness uh, through the work that you do. It's really cool. And I, I watched the uh, the reel too. It was great. You did a good job. Representation is so important. Um, I mean, Stella is, Stella is only 12, but one of the things that as her parent, I saw early on was that there wasn't a lot of representation of people with disabilities in general in a lot of different, you know, phases of life. And work is something that I'm really passionate about. I think having a job provides so many um, learning skills and benefits to not only the individual working, but to other people as well. And so um, to me, when I saw you, on Sephora, I'm like super excited that you're representing Williams syndrome, but I'm also like, look, like you were out there shattering all of these norms, like you said, about beauty and about working with a disability. Um, and that makes me happy because that paves the way for like this age, right? So that they can see yeah. and go like, I can do that too. Although I'm going to tell you, Kristen, Stella's makeup, sh she, she needs some makeup skills. She's not so good with the makeup, are you? Kind of. <laughs> you know, parents that are like, you know, before I saw your video, I was so scared and afraid of what my kid's future looked like. Yep. And I showed my kid your video. And because I saw your video, I now have faith and trust. And I believe that because you're going and you're showing other people that you can do it, that means that my kid can do that too. And to hear that just like bring brings me a tear. That... The impact that that has had on me, it just means a lot, you know? Yeah, our disability yeah. does not define who we are. You said your manager is really cool. Do you want to give her a shout out on this page right now while we're, she's listening? Yeah, um, her name is Kristen. And uh, Kristen, you are an incredible, amazing manager. I love the fact that I can come to you whenever I need to. And I love the fact that you not only tell me how profound of an impact I'm making on you, but on so many others. And I appreciate that very, very much. It means a lot to me to get to do that. Hey, so how at work, um, so you work a couple days a week and you take an Uber, uh, obviously at work, you're dealing with a lot of like customers and thing. I don't know what exactly you're doing at Sephora, but like, how do you handle all of that anxiety? Because I mean, there's a lot of stuff like you were mentioning, just even getting in a car and driving to work, that's stressful. How do you manage that anxiety? I really enjoy working with customers. And so 
Yes, there is a lot of customers coming in, you know, in and out. And yes, sometimes you will get those customers that are just not having a great day or, you know, they're in a crabby mood. And, you know, just being able to, like, just remind myself to take a deep breath and to just calm myself and and relax. And, you know, um, my work is very good at, you know, knowing you know what things bother me so i would i would say that working with hard customers doesn't really bother me do you have anxiety brandon i i found one of the tools that has really really helped me is square breathing like taking a deep breath in holding it for like four seconds and then letting it out really slow and then repeating it like three or four different times and then that generally will bring my heart rate down and then it'll just slowly go away. Yeah, deep breathing has like really been a big help. So, you know. And I would say for me, one of the biggest, one of the biggest tools that I use is peppermint oil. And so when I'm feeling really stressed, I actually carry peppermint oil with me everywhere I go. So if I am feeling anxious and stressed, I just rub it on my arms and then I take a deep breath and breathe it in. And then, like you said, you know, do that huge breath but and hold it and then blow it out. And that really seems to help. Oh, these are good. These are good suggestions. And you smell lovely, I bet, when you have peppermint oil all over. Well, I love this. I love talking about all this stuff. We could talk about this all the time. But I know, Kristen, you want to talk about something that you love and i have to tell you we are excited because what are we doing in july where are we going Joy taylor swift we're gonna go to the taylor swift concert in july and we live in colorado so that's when it is oh, in that's july awesome. so excited um you're a big taylor that's really swift fan. awesome because yes i oh my goodness yes <laughs> i would have to say that like she literally is, is my ride or die. Like, I literally will do anything and everything for Taylor Swift. Like, I would say that I'm a huge Swifty, and, you know, her music, honestly, has, like, impacted my life on such a big, huge, beautiful way. But also, it has helped me get through so many things. And it has really, really, really really just I just love her so much in her music the profound impact that it's had on me like it has helped me through a lot of really hard really difficult challenging times and the fact that I get to listen to her music and she makes me feel like I am understood and that I'm not judged and the fact that I just feel loved by listening to her music and I feel like when I, li- when I listen to her music, I know at the end of the day, no matter what it is I'm going through, I know that I'm going to be okay, and I know that I'm going to get through it. So has in California, has she been on tour yet? Did you go to the Eras tour, or are you going? I am. I am going to the Eras tour in August, so I'm very I'm beyond excited for that. I am over the moon excited. I literally, honestly... Um, cannot wait because I think it's going to be such a incredible experience and you know I've been watching 
a lot of her a lot of the heiress tours live on tiktok but also you know when people post youtube videos um from her concert and you know i've just been getting so excited for her concert and i just have you know i'm so excited to go and the fact that i'm going with my family and the fact that like i get to go go to a Taylor Swift concert with the people that I love and that mean the most to me is really, really huge. And, you know, my family has gotten to see the impact that Taylor Swift has had on my life for years. And, you know, um, during her reputation stadium tour, I actually got to go backstage and meet her and hang out with her, which was really incredible and really amazing. It was so special. That's awesome. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's an interesting. So good. Yeah, I well, it's interesting that because we were talking about anxiety a minute ago, and then we talked about Taylor Swift, and you were saying it sounds like she her music has been very instrumental to you. Um, for a lot of things, but also for anxiety. I love Taylor Swift too, and um. I love all of her music. Great. You love Taylor Swift, right? Yes, I do. We we like it. Um, what is your favorite album? Do you have one? Oh yeah. Um I ooh. I really love her latest album The Nights. It's really, really good. Yes. Um, but I also really love Reputation and I think the reason why I love Reputation a lot is because whenever I listen to it, it reminds me of how I got to go backstage and how I got to meet her and how I got to hang out with her, which was just such a incredible moment. And I never, ever, I never, ever thought that it would happen. And the fact that, like, the fact that my parents decided I didn't, Honestly, I, um, for, it was the one after the day after my 26th birthday and my parents actually knew that I was going to go backstage and that I was going to meet her and they did not tell me that I was going to do that. So the night before I heard my parents whispering and I was like, Hmm, that's interesting. And my mom went all out. Like my mom made this custom Taylor Swift jacket with all these patches and all these things. And I remember we drove down to Chicago and I remember my parents took me out to dinner and they were like, Hey, we forgot to tell you this, but by the way, you're going to get a chance to go backstage and meet her. And I just remember, like, honestly, at that point, I was so, like, I didn't even have the words. Like, I was so excited, and I just felt like I cannot believe this is happening. Like, to think that I'm going to meet somebody that has had such a profound impact and has changed my life for forever, and the fact that that's going to happen I don't it honestly didn't hit me until I literally went backstage and I literally could see her like the second I saw the family go right in front of me and then I realized oh my gosh it's my turn like I started crying after that like that's when it really hit me like wow this is real I'm really going to meet her and I'm really going to be able to tell her what a profound impact she's had on my life and to just thank her for everything that she's done for me and that that in itself and to get to watch my parents watch me meet her and watch my parents individually get to thank her for all the things that 
she she has done done for me and my family and um to get them to thank her and for her impact on my life that that is a memory that will last me for the rest of my life and honestly I have to say she is the kindest human being I've ever met she is just so welcoming like I've never met anybody that literally like even though you know I'm only talking to her for like a couple of minutes she makes you feel like you've been her best friend for your whole entire for her whole entire life like that is how she makes you feel she makes you feel like you are the most special most important human being in her life and she's just so special to me and getting getting to do that and getting to hug her and getting to tell her thank you so much for everything that you've done for me and the impact that you've had on my life like it has meant so much to me and getting to be able to do that like that was just such an incredible gift and such a incredible moment that I will remember for the rest of my life yeah oh my gosh that sounds amazing um your your Instagram page isn't that like part of your Instagram handle is like Kristen loves Taylor Swift yeah. or something Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes, it is. Yeah. Like I. Yes, my Instagram definitely has Taylor Swift's name on it, and um, I also posted the photo of me and her, and you know, um, just it was so fun getting to surprise other people too, because other people knew that I was going to to the concert, but nobody had any idea that I was going to go backstage and meet her. So the fact that I got to surprise all the people that like have been wishing and praying for this day to happen and to get to be like, guess what? It happened. I've been keeping a secret from you guys. And getting to see other people's reaction to it was just incredible because everybody knew how special and how important she was to me and getting to see people's reaction to that was really incredible. Yeah, wonder that's so wonderful. So, I mean, you're, I feel like you're living a great life right now. <clears throat> How would you say, like, you know, you've been a, a baby with Williams syndrome, you've been a teenager with Williams syndrome, you've been an adult with Williams syndrome, which one of those phases of life have you, like, has been the funnest? Has it, is it adult? It is adulthood without, I would say that, um, you know, being an adult, you know, I have to say it has given me the most purpose, the most joy, the most happiness, the most fulfilled I have ever felt in my whole entire life. And it honestly, being being adult has truly been incredible and amazing. And it's definitely has been my favorite years of my life for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Brenda, do you feel the same way? Or did you do you did you prefer the teen years? I I'm just kidding. I know you did it. <laughs> um, my adult years, especially in the last like decade or so, I would say, or the past two decades, um, have been really important to me and really eye-opening. You know, especially having my own band for ten years. You know, nine or ten years. Um, you know, working for MTV to now, you know, getting involved with Best Buddies and, you know, was an ambassador for Best Buddies, um, getting involved with the uh, Special Olympics and now getting to be on the board and now also being able to do this has been, you know, amazing. Plus, you know, all the other 
life experiences that I've had as an adult has been really, really cool. It's things are definitely, you know, uh, going on a slow and steady incline for sure. I don't know about you, Brandon, but my teenage years were definitely the hardest. I had a really difficult, hard time in my teenage years. I don't know about you, but that was definitely my experience. Yeah. Teenage years were, uh, definitely not the best. I could just to, but you know, that, 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 that was then you know this is this is now and you know i'm an, i'm i'm in a really good place and uh you know physically and mentally um you know life is good life is good and good. i think and so i think happy. we're both living our best lives right now so i would agree and you know hear that your life is so great and so fulfilling for you honestly that makes me so happy to hear that i'm so happy for you yeah it's been a wild ride for sure you've been listening to the starry-eyed effect presented by the williams syndrome association the show is hosted by jennifer keaton and stephanie karen and produced by me joel lispin theme song by tommy barbarella and mariella elm got a question for steph and jen email us at podcast at williams syndrome.org rate and review us on apple podcasts and maybe it will get featured on a future episode Make sure to like and subscribe to The Starry-Eyed Effect wherever you get your podcast delights.